science tells us that moderate to high levels of self-confidence are linked to less fear and anxiety, greater sustained motivation, resilience, and grit. In today's video, I will give you the top four proven steps for increasing your confidence to increase your sales and also share with you how insecurity can actually take you a long way in sales if you channel that energy correctly. So first, let's talk about insecurity. Insecurity gets a bad rap, but if I really like truly reflect on any sales position that I've ever had, I can see that a major underlying driving force for me was the desire not to fail, fail the fear of failing and this insecure drive within me to not look like a fool. So I channeled that energy of insecurity into making it work. I had to succeed and save face. And a part of that we could call inferiority complex, a feeling of just inadequacy and wanting to do all that I could to not feel that way. So instead I, I chose to channel that insecurity into action so that I could feel capable, strong, and like a winner because I could control my actions. So I channeled that insecurity into a driving force for me so that I could overcome those inferiority feelings and move into a place of feeling capable, strong, and like the winner, like a winner that I am, like the winner that you are. So yes, insecurity gets a bad rap for the most part, but if you learn to channel that energy from being like, a victim being in this victim state or incapable and channel that into a place of I refuse to lose like I'm so afraid of failing and falling in my face right now that I'm going to take as much action as humanly possible because I refuse to look like a fool that insecurity can actually be a major driving force and the more action you take to hit your goals the more confidence you will gain and that is a fact within itself the more action that you take the more results you will have and the more quality results you have, the more confidence you will gain. Dale Carnegie says, if you want to conquer fear, don't sit at home and think about it. Inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds confidence and courage. And that is what I found in my own life. One of the quickest ways for me to move through insecurity and past it is to take those anxious, insecure feelings and channel them into action. And with all of this said, you can be insecure and follow these four proven steps to increasing confidence, even if it means that you fake the confidence until you are the confidence and until you have gotten enough sales results that you have every reason to be confident. So now let's move into these proven steps for increasing your confidence. Number one, be prepared. Preparation, my friend. One of my favorite quotes is, if you fail to plan, you will plan to fail. One of the greatest things you can do for yourself before heading into any sales presentation is to know and understand your product. Be prepared. Take the time to learn the most common objections so that you have the answers and solutions to them before they can even surface, like you're ready for them. Understand the laws and the science, whatever it may be backing up your product. With this all being said as well, I wanna be clear that you don't need to know it all before you get started, girl. No, not by any means. You will learn as you go. There is absolutely no way to truly understand everything about your product until you actually start working through it and sharing your sales presentation and you're met with objections and other things. 
it's just like parenthood. Like you think you know what you're gonna do with your kids and then your kid comes and they're eating mac and cheese and watching TV all the time. Like you, you just don't know um, all of the facts until it becomes a reality for you and you don't know how to overcome all of these objections until you go and do. So I'm not asking you to sit and theorize and read all the books and never apply the knowledge, but you do wanna prepare. You wanna prepare yourself by practicing your sales pitch as many times as possible so that it's second nature for you. I had, I had a sales pitch. Um, I was 19 years old. I was working in Vegas at a hotel and I had to say the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. And I would literally dream about saying these and like say it in my sleep. Um, so if you can get to that point to where you're just super confident and you can kind of even think while you're talking, um, this is really powerful. And of course, at the beginning, you won't be able to, but you wanna be able to really be confident in your sales pitch. And the only way you can do that is by practicing it over and over again, over again. And understanding your product well, taking the time to prepare yourself to understand your product, because understanding and knowing your pitch, your presentation and your product will breed so much confidence in you. And the more that you do this, the more that you share your sales presentation, the more that you study your products, the more confident you will become. Now, another component to preparation is personal mental prep, like your mental game, your mental prep. So you've heard me talk about this before and it probably won't be the last time I mention it. The things we say to ourselves are wildly powerful, whether we're conscious that we're talking to ourselves in our heads or not, or out loud, you know, sometimes I talk to myself out loud. Whether you're conscious of it or not, the thoughts that we think, the things that we say to ourselves are wildly powerful. So prepare your mind by telling yourself, I'm awesome, I'm a high achiever, I have a valuable service, everyone says yes, and that I am wildly confident. This little step, which may seem minor, will have such a profound positive effect on your sales results, on your confidence in the short term, and even more powerful in the long term as you continue this practice. You will have more powerful long-term results as you learn to control your thoughts and direct them in the direction that you want them to go in that of empowering you and being positive rather than tearing you down and, and making you feel like maybe I can't do this. So to wrap it all up, prepare yourself by understanding your product, practice your presentation as much as possible and prepare your mind by telling yourself positive things. Everyone says, yes, I'm awesome. I'm the greatest presenter. I have the greatest product in the world. Everybody needs this. Number two, set an intention. If you get a little socially awkward sometimes, I do sometimes, kind of, and you want to prevent any of those like awkward like lulls, like, oh, what do we talk about now? What can I ask now? Uh, then uh, you'll want to be really conscious of setting an intention before any one of your sales presentations or before you go out prospecting for leads. Set a clear intention because then if that awkward lull like does surface and it's kind of quiet or something, you'll know what question to ask next to, to lead you in the direction of your intention. And this sounds super simple, but it's actually brain science. If your intention is clear, your brain will pick up on surrounding things in your area that are in alignment with your goal and questions will surface in your brain that are also in alignment with your intention. Um, a really common and simple example is like when you set in your mind a car that you want to purchase or say you just like purchased a car, you see that dang car everywhere. And it's not because everybody hopped on the bandwagon of the same car that you did, but it's rather your brain has made this particular car a priority in your mind. And therefore your mind is being alerted every time one is in your proximity.
And there is more science about the subconscious mind picking up on everything around us, but I'll save all those details for another video. Just understand there is brain science behind setting an intention. So is your intention to, before you go into this meeting with your prospect, to have them sign paperwork and close the sale while you're there? Is your intention during a networking event to just make a new friend or meet someone to collab with? Is your intention to spike this person's intrigue to set an appointment with you? Setting an intention will naturally breed confidence in you and have your brain come to your aid in the event that you like just kind of have an awkward silent moment. Your brain will assist you in achieving your intention if you set the intention, if it knows where to, where to focus. A shift in perspective of this, another way to look at it, um, setting an intention is you say a little prayer. Say a little prayer before everything that you do. It is the exact same thing as setting an intention out to the universe or direct to your brain, except you're shooting it up, right? So I'll set an intention, I say, help me to say the words this person needs to hear for them to set a solid appointment with me. Guide me to the person who I can best collaborate with. A collaboration that would be highly mutually beneficial. Help me to find the words necessary to close this sale, etc. Do what works best for you in either regard. It's wildly powerful in increasing your confidence and just getting stuff to happen. Three, body language and state changes. One of my favorite TED Talks of all time is by Amy Cuddy. It's your body language shapes who you are. I will link it below. I have had every one of my sales team sit through this presentation, her TED Talk, multiple times. In this TED Talk, social scientist and best-selling author Amy Cuddy breaks down the scientifically proven relationship between our body language and our brains. From the way we sit, stand, our facial expressions to what we do with our arms. It's wildly fascinating. I highly suggest checking it out. I'm going to give you a super brief overview now of that video. Amy Cuddy says, if you want to be confident, Fake it until you are it by being aware of your body language, shifting your body language so that it will shift your thought process. For example, holding a pencil in between your teeth and forcing yourself to smile. For example, holding a pencil or a pen or a marker in between your teeth and forcing yourself to smile. If you place a pencil in between your teeth for one minute, and even better, if it's longer, you will actually release endorphins, telling your brain and body that you are happy because the corners of your mouth are turned up and our brains cannot interpret between real or fake body gestures. Science because it interprets the positioning of your facial muscles the exact same whether you're faking it or it's real. Same with what Amy dubs power posing. Now I'm sorry if you're listening to this on podcast, but if you want a mental visual, think of Wonder Woman with her hands on her hips. This is power posing. Power posing, when we do it ourselves, sends signals to our brains that we are confident, that we're alpha. And subsequently, when we're feeling powerful, our stress is reduced. We feel empowered to take more risks and not be shy. Two minutes of this can change your brain chemistry and a regular practice of this can change your brain mastery. Now on the flip side of this, something to be aware of is that Amy Cuddy also demonstrates low power positions like crossing your arms, being hunched over, frowning, 
and how this body language not only communicates to others your potential fear or insecurity, but it also communicates that same information to your own brain. So one of the fastest ways to increase your confidence is to shift your body language and stay in that state as long as possible before making that phone call, heading into that sales meeting, meeting with a potential prospect. Now along the lines of body language, one of my favorite longtime mentors, he doesn't even know me, but Tony Robbins, I've been following him for over a decade, he talks about um, state changes and it's one of the fastest ways to immediately immediately change your mental state by using your body and this includes turning up the music and dancing or and singing or jumping on the trampoline and intensely reciting your affirmations and your positive intentions again moving your body from this disempowered state to one that has the blood flowing with excitement and energy. And you can do this again before your sales calls, before prospecting or before any one of your presentations. You can do it in a closet. You can turn up the music and dance while you're sitting in your car. You can put a pencil in your mouth while you're driving and listen to music. Like anything is possible and it takes five minutes, five minutes to dedicate to this and your brain will be surging. Your body will be surging with endorphins and you'll be ready and prepared and empowered to take on anything. And the more you do this, it will not only transform your brain in the moment, but it'll turn into brain mastery. Oh, and I wanted to mention along the lines of body language, if you're ever on the phone with a prospect, I hope that you're smiling on the other end. Be sure that you smile for not only your personal benefit, but also because your smile can 100% be heard through the phone. And if you're listening to this through podcasts, I'm sure you can hear my smile as well. And a smile portrays confidence to yourself and to your prospect and warmth. And you definitely want your prospect to feel that during your presentation, especially over the phone. Lastly, number four, keep your clients engaged. There is nothing worse than talking to a stone-faced prospect. And you're like, have I lost ya? Are you still in there? So the best way to keep your personal confidence during any sales interaction is to work to keep your prospect engaged. And the best way to do that is by asking them questions periodically throughout your presentation and to drop facts on occasion that you know will make them say, oh wow, really? Interesting. Or I didn't know that. It's so easy for a prospect's brain to like wander and it's easy to get caught up in, are they listening to me right now? And this can sometimes create this like snowball effect in your brain of negative thoughts and we don't want that to occur. So the best way to prevent that is to A, you can say your affirmations in your head if you know your, your pitch well enough um, you, while you're just talking and then you're thinking at the same time. Or it's also to get your prospect to refocus and you can do that by just having like wow type facts during your sales presentation or ask them questions to be sure that they're still with you. And of course, these questions gotta be in alignment with your topic, with your intention of being there so that you can continue back into your sales presentation and hit all of the necessary points that you need to hit during your, your pitch or your presentation as well. And there you have it. Those are the top four proven immediate confidence boosting strategies for gaining and keeping your sales confidence. Tips that have worked for me and continue to work for me and that have worked for my sales teams as well. 
If you have any other questions or even comments, how do you increase your confidence during your sales presentations or during your prospect calls? Let me know in the comments below. I also hope that you've joined our sales community. It's such a kick-ass community. I provide you with sales trainings, direct access to me via text, motivation, and networking with other sales women because we all know that collaboration is power. And I wanna see you in, so come join our growing community of saleswomen with hustle and heart. And I'll leave you with this last thought. I hope you remember and know that you are powerful, amazing, capable, and strong, and no dream or goal is too silly, whatever that dream or goal may be, and the time is now. <laughs>